Hello and welcome to the 49ers First in 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news, first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polares. Today, we're going to break down all of the 49ers offensive free agents. In the last two episodes, we covered some key free agency dates, terms, and also shared which specialists and defensive players are free agents. So be sure to catch those two if you missed it to stay up to date on all of the latest 49ers free agency news. This offseason, the 49ers have 10 offensive free agents. Lindsay, four of those 10 are on the offensive line. Tell me about the status of those four. Again, for an offensive line that we had no idea exactly how they were going to turn out in 2022, can't say anything but good things. Uh, So I guess for starters, we'll go with Jake Brenzel, who was the starting center throughout the entirety of the year. He will be an unrestricted free agent. This is somebody that was very, very reliable through that 2022 campaign, just allowed, I think, one sack, three quarterback hits all the way up to that NFC Championship run. That's 20 games, a lot to be proud of with him. Um, He will be an unrestricted free agent. This was his first year as a starter uh, and just part of that trio of new interior offensive linemen. So he was alongside uh, Aaron Banks, who's a second-year left guard, and then also Spencer Burford, who is a rookie and took most of the starting reps at right guard. And that trio turned out to be very, very good for the 49ers. We also have Daniel Brunskill. He's also going to be a an unrestricted free agent. And he's somebody that was really, really critical for the 49ers this year because he can virtually play any position on the offensive line. So just a great swing offensive lineman for them. And we actually saw him swapping out at right guard most of the time with Spencer Burford, just depending on who the opponent was. Um, he was a free agent last season and got re-signed. We'll see what happens again this year, but definitely good for depth purposes for the 49ers offensive line. Then we also have Colton McKivitz, who didn't see a ton of regular season playing time uh, on the offensive line, did play some special teams, but again, just a good depth piece uh, for the 49ers. And then also, obviously, right tackle Mike McGlinchey. He was working in tandem with Trent Williams, played every one of those 20 contests for the 49ers all the way through to that NFC Championship game in Philly. This is someone that was a former first-round draft pick, now has spent five seasons with the 49ers, uh, and we're going to see what happens with him. Uh, I think he is being uh, projected to be a big name in the free agency cycle. Um, So again, just keeping an eye on all all those guys uh, up, up front. This season, the players said that the offensive line was successful because of the chemistry that they shared. It pretty much stuck together with the same group of guys throughout the year. Two of our current starters are up for free agency, and the other two still saw so much production throughout the season. How will that unit maintain their success, even if a few new faces are maybe filled in at some positions? Yeah, I think, again, there were some question marks surrounding that offensive line heading into the season, but really all the reps they got together throughout the offseason program and then training camp proved to be so critical. And the end result was very, very good this season. So I think it's going to just, depending on how the pieces fall into place, just again, 
be a really critical time to solidify during training camp, but you know, the kind of recipe for success was already set this year. So likely a copy paste situation, um, maybe with different people, depending on how the free agency portion goes, uh, but they're going to have to lean into that. And obviously you've got a lot of experience with an all pro left tackle in Trent Williams, Spencer Burford's entering his second year. Aaron Banks now has a year of starting experience under his belt and we'll see what happens at center and right tackle. A good mix of experienced pros and also some rookies who shined their light in their first season. So it'll be a fun watch in training camp this offseason. The 49ers currently have four quarterbacks on the team. Two of them are set to become free agents. Can you share who those two are? Yeah, so the first one is Jimmy Garoppolo, who just wrapped up his sixth season with the 49ers. He's set to become an unrestricted free agent. We saw him get that very unique backup contract that proved to be a really big deal for the 49ers in 2022, especially after Trey Lance's season-ending injury. Uh, So a huge question mark, uh, definitely heading into NFL free agency, but we did hear from head coach Kyle Shanahan who does not expect that Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the team, the 53-man roster headed in 2023. Um, And we will get more clarity on that in about three weeks' time. The new league year and the free agency period starts on March 15th. But he's, you know, obviously a veteran quarterback, did a lot of really good things this season, 11 appearances, 10 starts before he suffered his own season-ending injury against the Miami Dolphins he went 200 he completed 207 of 308 passes almost 2500 passing yards 16 touchdowns and then he also had a couple rushing touchdowns so really solid numbers for Jimmy Garoppolo heading into free agency our second quarterback is Josh Johnson he was signed midway through the year and after the Jimmy Garoppolo injury he was signed to back up rookie quarterback Brock Purdy. He came onto the team when no one really knew the direction of the season just because there's a, it's not unprecedented, I guess, but it does, you don't see it often that a team will lose two starting quarterbacks. He came in a little bit against Miami and then, or he came in a little bit, I think, in week 14 and then did step in during that NFC Championship game before suffering a concussion. He will be an unrestricted free agent as well. All right, now let's move on to tight ends. The 49ers actually have three who will become free agents. What are their situations like? Yeah, so we have Ross Dwelly, Jordan Matthews, and Tyler Croft, who are all set to become unrestricted free agents. Uh, So the tight end situation, these three guys definitely are brought in to add depth to the tight end situation. We did see a lot more of George Kittle, obviously, who is the starter, and Charlie Warner throughout the year. Jordan Matthews, unfortunately, had his season derailed before it even started. He suffered an ACL injury during training camp and spent the entire year on the injured reserve list, so he really did not see the field at all. Tyler Croft uh, spent most of his time in the AFC before coming to the 49ers. He only played, uh, I believe, he he was active for 11 regular season contests, only had four catches for 57 yards, so didn't have a 
huge role for the 49ers, but definitely good to have him there for depth purposes. Ross Dwelly just wrapped up his fifth season with the 49ers, and he was one of three tight ends to make that 53-man roster, or one of four tight ends, I should say, to make that 53-man roster. He appeared in 12 contests throughout the 2022 campaign. Again, another depth guy for the 49ers. Finally, the last free agent we have yet to cover, wide receiver Jawan Jennings. What's his status this offseason? Third and Jawan, yeah. So Jawan Jennings' situation is a little bit different heading into the free agency period. The former undrafted free agent is now an exclusive rights free agent. Uh, So essentially, if the 49ers choose to keep him, he will be on the roster next season. Uh, Obviously, the clear number three wide receiver for San Francisco and such a big, important part of the offense and just a great locker room guy all around. He caught 35 passes for 416 yards this year, also had a touchdown. And again, I think his biggest role is just converting on third down he is so trusted by Kyle Shanahan and this 49ers offense it didn't matter which quarterback was throwing to him his biggest task of the year was just making sure keeping drives alive and did an amazing job doing it Uh, so it's very possible we see him returning to the 49ers next season now that we've covered all of the free agents from specialists to defense and now offense What do you think is the team's biggest need heading into free agency? I think just because of the sheer amount of defensive linemen that are entering free agency, I'm going to lean in that direction. We obviously definitely have the veteran pieces with defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa, and also Eric Armstead, who has just been a great veteran presence for that position group. But I think we said the number was eight total defensive linemen that are heading into free agency. And most of them are going to be unrestricted free agents. So I think it's going to be a combination of finding new talent and then also re-signing some of the guys that we are able to get back for next season. So I think probably the biggest area of need there, but curious what your answer is for this one, Brie. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens at our offensive line position. You know, same idea, but looking at it from the other side of the ball, just because it's unclear as to what's going to happen for those four guys. So it'll be interesting to see what stirs up during free agency. Yeah, definitely. And like, we we're not going to have to wait too long for those answers, I don't think. Uh, New League year starts on March 15th, and actually the negotiation period starts two days before that on March 13th. Uh, so I think we're going to see some moves going on around the league for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this off-season update. If you missed the first two episodes covering free agency, be sure to check those out. We'll be back with another episode on Monday. For the very latest information, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. 